world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, I'm honored y'all would join me here today. Uh, getting, we're going to do communion here in a second. We're going to come out of the box kind of hot here. I got, man, a lot of, I got some really, really good stuff. I say that every time, don't I? I just, I just tell my wife, God, there's a million different directions that we could go. A million different directions. And I was saying in the, in the pre-show, I was talking to Silver and some other, other folks here in, in the pre-show. The truth of the matter is, every one of you out there that are, that are watching and tuning in here right now, and we thank you, I thank you for doing it. As I've said a million times, well, that's a lie. Many, as I've said many times, uh, I'm not a theologian, friends. I'm not a theologian. And, I'm, and I'm, I was raised Catholic. Because I was raised Catholic until I was uh, 30, about 30, 35, 38 years old, maybe 35 years, 30, somewhere along in there. I didn't, I didn't know the first thing about the Bible. In fact, that was the thing, same thing Pete Santelli told me. And I'm going to get Pete on next week just for his testimony that he was a Catholic. And he, when he went to jail with the Bund, in the Bundy Ranch uh, escapade, and he was in there 600 and some days. He had, a, he had a spiritual conversion. He read the Bible. He said, I had no idea the Bible said it was powerful. I was the same way. And can I tell you the truth? Most of you are the same way as well. You were probably raised in a denomination and lived your whole life into that denomination. And maybe when you got into midlife or maybe later into your 20s or in your 30s, maybe started going to a a different church, maybe an evangelist church. Maybe you went to a non-denominational church. But the truth of it is we have all been raised up with a theological basis for what we believe. We've been taught in our churches that that's, this is, that see, the Methodists are a Methodist for a reason. And the Presbyterians are not Methodists for a reason. And the Church of God are not Methodists for a reason. And the Church of God in Christ are not Church of Gods for a reason. And the Jehovah's Witness are the Jehovah's Witnesses for a reason. And it all has to do with what they believe as a doctrine. And it's easy for us to get in here and say, we will agree to disagree. By the way, get some communion. We're going to all take communion together here. It's easy for us to say that we will agree to disagree. But that, that, those really are just words. Because we don't really agree. <laughs> and we do disagree. And so we have to be careful because that causes, the Bible tells us, I ought to look us up because I use it a lot. Jonathan, see how good you are to switch. I think it's in Timothy, and where it says, foolish and unlearned questions avoid. Foolish and unlearned questions avoid, for they do engender strifes. Foolish and unlearned questions avoid. Meaning what? Arguing about all this stuff that really is secondary to the gospel. And I think it's Paul said, stop that, man. Second Timothy, look at that, folks. Second Timothy 2.23. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do 
gender strifes. So when we all come together like we are here right now, the truth is we don't agree. We don't agree. So what do you do? We slug it out with each other? Let the, I think we need to let the majors be the majors and the minors be the minors. That's what I think. And as hard as that is, you have to do what the Holy Spirit leads and guides you to do. But you cannot get angry if somebody in here professes a belief you don't have. That's hard, man. That, that's, that's hard. If so, you know, if I were to sit down and somebody said, Coach, just tell me, your, what's your doctrine, Coach? What do you believe? I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could, I couldn't write it down. I really couldn't. I think I know what I believe, but if you tried to pin me down, coach, what do you think about this? I think, I think I'm often on both sides of the issue. Well, take the rapture, for instance. I'm on about four different sides on the rapture, to be honest with you. I don't know. Can I tell you the truth? I don't know, and I don't care. If the rapture comes, there's nothing I can do to prevent from going. <laughs> I'm going to go. And if the rapture doesn't come, I'm going to be here slugging it out. So from my standpoint, I don't even talk about the rapture because I'm in the midst of slugging it out. And if all of a sudden, boom, I'm gone, praise the Lord. But I'll be daggone if I'm going to sit around and wait for that to happen. Does that make you and I enemies? I don't think so. Amen. Now, how about this one? Do I, because uh, uh, today's Yom Kippur. And then there are a lot of people say, well, those Jewish holidays, quit being Jewish. Quit being Jewish. We're not Jewish. Okay. Foolish and unlearned questions avoid for they do engender strifes. But would it be good for you to understand what Yom Kippur is and the purpose of it and why maybe you should either follow it or not follow it? See, it's hard to have an a, it's hard to have a debate without people getting butthurt. That's all, that's all I'm saying. We are all products of the people that we have sat under. And you know, one of the great, uh, one of the greatest, one of the guys who's made me think about my faith more than anybody is a non-theologian named Mark Trump. He got me going down this road of energy and thoughts and God spoke and it happened. Whoa, huh? God spoke and formed this, and God spoke and wow, energy, energy, right? The Holy Spirit whew, made me think, made, made me look at everything a little bit different. Thoughts, what are thoughts? Because we're supposed to take captive every thought. What does that even mean? I, I, why? How do I take captive a thought? What is a thought, right? So there's, there's something beyond this natural world that even though I've been in church a long time in my life, I still really don't understand. So will you guys give me some slack because I don't understand it? And I'll give you some slack if you don't understand it because it tells us foolish and unlearned questions. Stop arguing over things you don't know. It's like I said to somebody the other day, I get to go speak to the kids in high school again this morning. It's like I said to them the other day, if evolution was true, it wouldn't be a theory. (laughs) It's the theory of evolution, right? It's the theory of evolution but they teach it as fact. And so when I go in there today and I try to poke holes in a theory of evolution, they've been so convinced it's fact. Hey folks, Christian colleges teach evolution, right? You can't be, Dr. Paul, can you get into medical school and not believe evolution or avoid the teaching of evolution? Can you even get into medical school, Paul? 
I, uh, I actually had a, a class about that exact thing at Duke University. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, they don't teach it. They, they're looking for people to see outside of it and see if you can think beyond it. Um, yeah, it's kind of deviant, but yeah. Yeah, you can coach. And yeah, I'm not much so, of a monkey. Okay, so you, that, so that, that's the point I'm trying to make to all of us here, okay? That's what that's the point I'm trying to make. Hey, we're going to take communion here. I, I am so loaded today, not not drunk, loaded. Uh, I'm going to confess to you now. I've been on a four day fast. Haven't eaten a bite. Didn't eat a bite of food for four nights for four days. And there's something. There's something about a fast that uh, cleanses you physically, and it cleanses you mentally. And I would just recommend that to all of you, a, a lifestyle of fasting. Four days. I just, last night, I just broke it last night. And it happened to coincide with Yom Kippur and uh, all that stuff. And that's, but that's not why I did it. It just happened to coincide with it. You know what I found out? Again, you know, guys, I joke a lot about Grampy pills, eating Grampy pills. I was eating Grampy pills. Every time I walked by the Grampy pill thing, I'd eat one. And I went on a fast and I said, that's it. And you know what? I don't have any cravings anymore. I can walk past that grampy pill dish and not pick one up. So, folks, listen to me. This, it's so powerful, man. It is so powerful. They, they say the two most important things, no, two uh, things that are constantly on a man and woman's mind is uh, recreation, in other words, sex, and the other one's food. Those are the two most powerful desires that you have. And if you can learn to control those, man. So I started off, so I was going to go on a day. I, said, I told Michelle, I'm going to fast for a day. And then it became two days. And then it became three days. And then it became four days. And, and I, just, I just encourage encourage a lot of you out there. It's flea, flicker Friday. I'm all, I'm all over the place. Uh, listen, I'm going, to make, I'm, going to, I'm going to say something here. I'm going to make a, a, like a one-minute commercial here with me, folks, if you will. So we're going to clip this right out of the show. But I want all of you to hear this, okay? <clears throat> so here we go. So, here, folks, here's the truth. Our friend, my friend. My pastor friend, Bill Dunphy, was just arrested by the FBI. They came to his house, took him in. He was a J6er and one of the few brave pastors that I know in the United States of America who had the courage to go to Washington, D.C. And now they're drumming up all kinds of crap against him and going to, they arrested him. They charged him. Yes, he was able to go home, but he's going to have huge, huge legal bills ahead of him. So I'm launching today a legal defense fund for Pastor Bill Dunphy and for others who I believe are going to fall into the same trap. And I'm appealing to you out there, folks, listen to me. There's going to be more people who are going to get caught up in this. We cannot, as, as sick as it is, we need funds to, these guys, the Bible says no soldier goes to warfare at his own charges or his own expense. And Bill Dunphy went to Washington, D.C. to fight for Almighty God, and he shouldn't have to pay his own legal bills in order to do it. So I'm appealing to you out there. You're going to think I'm crazy. The Lord said to me yesterday that there are, that there are 10 people out there, 10 people who can give $5,000. That's what the Lord told me yesterday when I was mowing the grass. So I'm putting this appeal out to you. You can't give $5,000. Okay. Can you give a hundred? We have a guy who stood up against the forces of darkness, a man of God, a pastor who stood up against the forces of darkness. And I'll be dead gone if I'm going to let him stand alone. And I pray that if 
$5 or $10 or $20, whatever it is that you'll go to coachdavelive.com and donate to the Bill Dunphy Relief uh, Defense Fund because we are going to stand with our brother. Don't you dare gripe and moan about pastors not standing up if you won't support this brave man who just did. God bless you. Thanks. Oh, I feel that one, man. I feel that one. Myra, pray us in here. And then Joe, yes, coach. Joe straight into straight into the community. I thank Joe. Joe's out. Joe's on a retreat with his with his church, and has made time to get away from that retreat here at four in the morning for him out there to to lead us in communion. By the way, if anybody out there says, you know, Coach, I'd like to pray. Myra gets to pray all the time. If you'd like to pray, just say, Hey, Coach God, I'd like to pray. If you'd like to com- lead communion, just say, Hey, Coach, I, I'm I'd like to lead communion. We're a hey. These these guys aren't like. Uh, saints locked in those jobs okay myra go, go ahead for us here dear yes coach i will do that good morning huddle it is written the reading today will be from mark 16 13 through 16 mark 16 13 through 16 john don't get it up there mark 16 13 through 16 <clears throat> And they went and told it under the residue. Is that 1613, Myra? Is that what you said, dear? Yes, coach. It's Mark 1613 through 16. And they went and told it into the residue. Neither believed they them. And afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth that is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow those that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. They shall drink any deadly thing that shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the word, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Good word, Myra. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Coach, would you like me to finish up? Yes. Yes, Coach, I will do that. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Heidel, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, and joy to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Myra. Amen, Myra. I, look, I'm reading it for Myra because she knows she has an accent. She wants to make sure everybody understands that she's not mad that I'm reading the scripture. Uh, come on in, Joe. <clears throat> Thank you, Coach. Um, <clears throat> When we um, take communion, we need to ask forgiveness for our sins. Especially on Yom Kippur. Yeah, especially today. Okay, let's stop right there, Joe. Let's stop right there. Folks, just just a moment. Just take a moment and go before the Lord. Just ask him to forgive you, Lord Jesus. Lord, your word says that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
We thank you this morning. We don't need a priest. We don't have to go to some man. We thank you, Lord, that we can come to you. The King of kings, Lord of lords, that your blood will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We thank you for that, Lord, as we confess our sins to you, Lord. Even the ones we don't know, Lord, anything we've done, anything I've done, Lord, that I, don't, I, I can just bring it to my remembrance and please cover it with the blood. We thank you for your blood sacrifice in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to be reading from First uh, Corinthians eleven twenty three to twenty six. Heavenly um, Father, dear Jesus, we thank you so much for forgiving our sins and for bringing us cleansed into your sight. We thank you that you have raised our spirits to be with you as a part of the church, the part of the body, at the right hand of the Father. We thank you, Lord, that we can take this communion from that seat, from that perspective, on this special day, your day of the day you have set aside for the for our atonement. And on this day, thousands of years ago, Spirit of the Father would come into the most holy place, and there, the priest would come with a rope around his waist, the high priest, so that he could be with the Lord. And we know that our bodies are the most holy place in the temple. Before that, our bodies are indwelled by the Holy Spirit. And we sometimes forget this, Lord, but let us not forget it today. And so from this, in this perspective, we take our communion and we thank you, Lord, for all you've done. For us. The Lord Jesus, on the same day in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do mm-hmm. this in remembrance of me. Amen. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. As ye and drink this cup, you can show the Lord's death until he come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thanks, Joe, for getting up out there and doing that for us. Appreciate it. It's a perfect, sir. Down the wrong down the wrong pipe here this morning. All right, coach. Uh it's kind of a flea flicker Friday. But I got some stuff I want to I want to zero in on. Uh, it's a crazy world. <laughs> We've known that before. I'm looking at my I'm looking at my my uh, spreadsheet over here, where I want to go, because there's a lot of places I want to go today. 
Let me go here first. <clears throat> Click on Kim Davis. Kim Davis. Anybody know that name? Former clerk, Kim Davis. <coughs> Still in court. I say, who was that? Well, that was Kim Davis. Was uh, She was the clerk down in, in Grayson, Kentucky, who back in 2015, I believe it was, would not sign gay marriage certificates. You guys all remember that? If you don't remember, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> she was the first one to stand up. And of course, uh, uh, unbelievable that she tried to lead. A, she tried to lead a charge and she had some support from the church, but not really a whole lot of support from the church. Well, she's still in court. She's still in court. They want her to pay a huge amount of fines to these two gay men that came in and she wouldn't marry. But somehow they were damaged. And the stupid courts scroll on down there. Judge, uh, what was his name? His 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 daddy was the one of the greatest pitchers in American his, American league history. Jim Bunning. You guys, remember Jim Bunning, the pitcher? No, you don't. Well, Jim Bunning's son was the judge. Yeah, George W. Bush appointing Judge David Bunning said, if the state may not exclude same-sex couples from marriage under Obergefell but it requires applicants to receive a license from the county clerk in order to enter into a marriage, then refusal of that license by the county clerk violates a Burkefeld. Folks, look, courts don't make law. <laughs> a Burkefeld, it's not a law. <laughs> She's the only one to get it. Kim Davis is the only one who gets it, right? Boom. Of course, they drug her through the mail, blood and all that. Look, she has $220,000 in legal costs, still fighting. This is why people don't stand up. That's why I want to raise money for Bill Dunphy. I don't want the next pastor. If I'm a pastor and I look at what's going on, I'm going to say hell with it. I'm just going to preach. I'm not going to preach politics because I don't want to get arrested and then have to come up with $50,000 to defend myself. I don't have the money. It will financially break me. That's why pastors won't do it. That's why Kim Davis and Elk won't do it. Because, friends, it's, an, it's a Luciferian system. It's a Luciferian system. All right? So I bring this up today. Say, Coach, this is old news. Why would you bring it up? Well, it's not old news. She's still finding it. The coach is still trying to force her to pay up for it. So I saw this today. And my heart started, be, started beating fast. Because I want you guys to know out there, when you when you latch on to what we're doing here, and the FBI hates it, and the CIA hates it, and the Democrats hate it, and Luciferians hate it, and some pastors hate it, because here we tell you the truth and we call you into action. I want you to know that I'm not some spring chicken. I want you to know, as I said yesterday, I'm not. It's not about me. I got uh, first went to jail in 2005 or six. I don't remember when it was for trying to take wa uh, water to. Terry Schiavo, when they were starving her to death down in Pinellas County, Florida. I've been at this a while. I've been on the front lines a long time. And I see my buddies down in, <clears throat> uh, in down Louisville being charged with FACE Act. See, Congress shall make no law regarding the establishment of religion. If, my, if I have in my heart, Lord, that that's murdering babies, and I have a deep theological unbelief that that's right, the Congress can't make a law. They cannot make a FACE law to keep me from going in there to try to rescue babies. They can't do it, friends. They cannot do it. Only in a total, totally, completely secular society is that possible. To do. That's what we're fighting. Uh, we are fighting wicked, wicked, wicked 
Another one, one more. Wicked justice system. Wicked justice system. Well, I want to show this just as a kind of pat on the back to me. Click the, the one right under Kim Davis. I want you to watch this. Because this is what happened in my life when we saw Kim Davis was under assault. It's 2015. This is two minutes and tw- 39 seconds. Go ahead. Still behind bars and still at the center of an issue getting plenty of attention nationally. WLWT News 5's Tammy Mutasa explains why protesters in support of Round County Clerk Kim Stop Davis. Stop a minute. Stop outside- a minute. Stop a minute. Stop a minute. <clears throat> I'm really mad. Are you ready? I am not a protester. I am not a protester. I'm a proclaimer. I'm a proclaimer of the truth. I am not a protester against the government. Go ahead. Boom. At a northern Kentucky home today. Tammy. Mike, tonight Kim Davis's attorney filed an emergency motion hoping to get her out of jail. At the same time, some religious protesters rallied Stop outside the home. Stop a minute. Stop a minute. Religious protester. What does that mean? What does that mean? What is religion? I'm going to show you that here in a second, what religion is. I'm so sick and tired of the bias in the media and dumb Christians swallowing it without asking themselves a question as they hear it. Religious protesters. Are you to tell me that those murdering babies at Planned Parenthood, they're not religious? Is that what you want me to believe? Go ahead. Home of the judge who sent her to jail demanding her freedom. We showed up at the judge's house. Insurrectionist. Kim it's Davis the protesters took their demands right to the front yard of the man who sent her to jail, Judge David Bunning. Show us the law or set her free. We're going to ask that the sheriff in Grayson County arrest you for unlawfully putting this precious little girl into jail. It's wrong. The Rowan County clerk has been locked up since last Thursday for refusing to issue same-sex marriage licenses. Protesters argue the Supreme Court's historic decision legalizing gay marriage across the country should not supersede Kentucky's marriage laws. Kim Davis understands that. She's sworn to uphold the Constitution of Kentucky. She says, I can't violate my conscience, nor can I violate my oath. We believe that Kim Davis is the one following the law, and the judge is the one who's breaking the law. The protesters had a tough time convincing some neighbors. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's just, they make themselves look bad. Bobby McGovern and his partner of 38 years were married in South Carolina last November. This really touches home when I see this. It's like... You know, the day we got married and we were interviewed down there, you know, the first thing I said, well, the sky didn't fall, the earth didn't stop rotating. Mm, it's pretty much normal, and that's the way it should be. Davis's attorney has appealed to the Kentucky governor to accommodate Davis's religious beliefs and not compel her to issue gay couples marriage Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. See, she has religious beliefs, but not that homo. He don't have religious beliefs, huh? He doesn't have a set of beliefs that he wants to follow. And the truth of the matter is, folks, they are forcing his beliefs on you. And, and see, we got it exactly backwards. Her right is being violated. She does not have to violate her conscience to appease this other dude's conscience. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm all over it again. 
Now, tomorrow, Davis will have a high-profile visitor in jail tomorrow. Republican presidential candidate Mike Huckabee will be visiting her and holding a That's rally to get it off there. You can get it off there. I'm just showing you, I'm not some spring chicken. We've been at this thing a while. We've been at this a while. And the church is still calling us lawbreakers. Still. calling. By the way, that was Flip Benham with the Jesus hat on. Why is it always the same? See, <clears throat> that's Bill Dunphy. Flip Benham, Rusty Thomas, Coach Dave. Men of God who stand up and push back against unrighteous rulings of the courts. And what do they do? They lock us in jail. They have to silence the critics, right? Okay, so hang on. Spencer, no. Jonathan, whoever it is there. I'm going to open up here in a second. I promise. Pull up religion. Pull up religion. <clears throat> uh, that's not what I wanted. Go to, I'm sorry. I didn't make that clear. I didn't. It says religion. Webster's Dictionary. <clears throat> religion. Religion. Establishment of religion. A little bit of a history lesson here. What is religion? Uh well, they got four different ones. Religion in the most comprehensive states includes a belief in the being and perfections of God. So that's Christian theology. Second one says religion is as, as distinct from theology is a godliness of real piety. Okay, that's Christianity. Keep going. Number three, religion as distinct from virtue or morality consists in performance of duties we owe directly to God. Still a Christian, okay? Number four, any system of faith and worship, any system of faith and worship, in this sense, remember this is 1860 whenever, religion comprehends the belief and worship of, a, of pagans and Mohammedans as well as Christians. Any religion consisting in the belief of a superior power. Or, so in other words, if you believe in, if you're a Satanist, folks, that is religious. If you're a secularist, that's a religion. If you are a humanist, that's a religion. Do you understand? you understand what Webster's telling us here? Consisting in the belief of a superior power, powers governing the world. And then the worship of such power powers. Thus we speak of the religion of the Turks or of the Hindus and of the Indians, as well as the Christian religion. We seek speak of false religion as well as true religion, the rights of religion in the plural. So the establishment of a religion, by the way, all you have to do is go back and read the Articles of Confederation in 1887, where they demanded religion be taught. And of course, the Constitution evolved. See if you can find that Articles of Confederation, uh, the, the Articles um, the Articles of Confederation taught, Christian men taught when they formed the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, that religion and morality are the essential foundations. Now, when they said religion, they weren't talking about Mohammedism, and they weren't talking about Buddhism. They were talking about the different sects of religion, such as Lutheran, Baptist, uh, Presbyterian. Those were religions. Those are the words we say today. When you go to someone and you ask them, what religion are you? They normally give you their denomination. You guys with me? You riding, you riding herd with me? You understand what's going on? But the guys who made the Declaration of Independence, signed the Constitution, Congress shall make no law regarding the establishment of a denomination is what it should say. Congress shall make no law regarding the establishment of a denomination. In other words, they couldn't make you be in the Church of England. That's what they fled from. They didn't flee from Christianity. In fact, the, 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 uh, the Mayflower Compact said that they came for the advancement of the Christian faith. They laid as the cornerstone Christianity. And then they said you can come whatever form of Christianity 
here you can come because the government will no longer have the king be the head of the church and the head of the government. There will be no establishment of religion. An establishment meant, if there was an establishment, mandatory attendance, mandatory uh, uh, financial support, mandatory obedience. That's what happened when something is established. So the founders said, Congress shall make no law regarding the establishment of a denomination. You with me? You could be Lutheran. You could be Baptist. You could be Methodist. You could be Presbyterian. You could be whatever you want to be here under this Christian banner. And I, I could go into it. I'm not going to go into it because it's supposed to be Flea Flicker Friday. But the reality of it is I, we could go right now and we could uh, do it. Hey, Jonathan, see how quick you are. See how quick you are, Jonathan. Google religions of the world. Religions of the world. <clears throat> He'll get it. He's not as fast as Spencer, but he's learning. We'll give him a we'll give him a reserve. How many are there? Uh, keep going. They probably tell you, oh, there they are. Over here on the right side, Christianity, Islam, irreligion, Hinduism, Buddhism, folk religions, Sikhism, Judaism, there's all kinds of religions. By the way, it'll make you mad. 0.2%. Not even 0.2% Judaism. 0.2%. 0.2%. And there are more. Now, coach, be careful. All right, you with me? So Congress shall make no law regarding the establishment Making all Americans be, okay, go to denominations. Go there real quick, John. How many denominations? How many denominations of Christianity? Maybe I'll just load that in there a second. <clears throat> Wait a minute, let me see here. How many are there? Come on, Christian denominations. How many are there? Yeah, he keeps getting to the worst websites. That's all right, John. The national debt, Coach, it keeps growing. I said it's like the national debt. It keeps growing. It keeps growing, right? Yeah. And then we have denominations and (laughs) non-denominations. Non-denominations, right? Non-denominations. By the way, denomination, remember your math, numerators and denominators, right? And what is the denominator? What is the denominator? You guys remember long, long, uh, long division? Make a little box and put the numerator in there, the number 28, and the denominator, the number 7, and you put 7 into 20, uh, 28 goes four times. So the denominator is the n- number by which the whole is divided. That's what a denominator is. And we have denominations of Christianity. Denominations. Because why? Some guy didn't agree with that guy's doctrine, so he went and started his own church. And now he believes that they have a corner on the truth, and they are right, and everybody else is wrong. Right? By the way, why would you want to believe a religion, a denomination that wasn't the truth? So that's why people clutch so hard. To I'm all over the place. I'm all. I got. Oh my goodness. I got some. I got so much to do. Come on in, Jim. They're lying to us again. They're lying to us again. The separation between the church and state is the separation between denominations and government, not Christianity. It's free exercise of Christianity. Free exercise of Christianity. And if I want to go to a, 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 an abortion clinic and go inside and preach to the women, I have free exercise to do that. I'm sorry, friends. I'm sorry. I have free exercise to do it. Now, wait a minute. You say, Coach, you can't go into Planned Parenthood. That's a private business. Oh, yeah, they get tax dollars, don't they? You mean to tell me they can take my tax dollars and then charge me for trespassing when I step on their property? How's that work? 
as Mark Trump said to me yesterday, two days ago, who owns Washington, D.C.? Who owns your public school? Who owns your city council? What do you mean they can sit up there and tell you you can't have your right? Who the hell do they think they are? Point in, Jim. Coach, did you hear the homo that was interviewed there? He basically said, we got married. I married my partner and nothing happened. God did not judge us. Um, You know, so basically they're, you know, lifting the middle finger to God and his word. And yet in 2 Peter 3, verse 9, it says the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, Jim, it's the same thing. It's like this. Are you ready? Are you guys sitting down? This guy said, well, Judge, I, we got married and nothing happened. The world didn't stop. That's the same thing they're saying about the COVID jab, isn't it? Nothing happened to me. Yet. Now, the problem is, I hope you can see this. The problem is, when there are no religious moral constraints, they're going to be legalizing sex with young children. You do get that, don't you? Tell me, you, tell me you've made that connection in your mind. That all these things are coming because we've said there's a separation between morality and the state. Do what thou wilt, which is Lucifer. Do what thou wilt. And our government will say, do what thou wilt. You say, well, wait a minute. I want to stand up and I want to go down there. I'm compared by, compelled by God to go to the government and redress my grievances, and stand out there and say, let's take this building back. Not meaning literally going in and taking it back. Let's take this building back, and now I don't have free speech? I don't. The First Amendment doesn't apply anymore? Huh? It doesn't apply because it's religious? And there's a separation? We're dumber in hell, aren't we? That's why I keep coming back to Bill Dunphy. He laid it on the line. He went and did it. His own pastor friends make fun of him. They reject him. He went and did the right thing. God, I'm, I, you, you never really see me mad. I'm just, I'm just on the edges of it now. Tony, Reggie, then Rochelle. Thank you, Coach. I'm going to go up to a 60-foot view looking down and kind of piggyback off of what you're saying, but I want to bring it up a little bit higher to get a bigger perspective. So equality, liberty, and fraternity are the tenets of masonry. And from the onset, freedom of religion was written in for a purpose and an agenda. Okay. So freedom to them, we're fed something else to what that it believes in liberty. Okay. To them, it is to do as thou wilt. So right. they don't care if you practice your Christianity because the end result is they're going to feed you from the left, right, and center of what Christianity is. So you basically, the, ch- the children who want to follow God have a conglomeration and a melting pot of what God is, but God really isn't. So the end result is they will bring us all in under one banner of freedom of religion to practice their Luciferianism and keep Amen. us enslaved. Amen. I'm, you got it, Rachel. You got it. You got it. Michelle. Hey, good morning. Thanks, Coach. Um, right on, Reggie. Um, yes, this is all just to undermine the institution of what real marriage is, which was given to us by our creator, God. And I, I hey, you stop, don't have to pull this up. Hey, there's a separation between religion and government. 
<laughs> men men well, can marry each other, you religious bigot. Well, you don't have to pull this up, but I emailed you this headline. A plural marriage recognized in New York under key precedent. So just just this past week, you, you can now marry multiple people. Um, because, Why not? Hey, yeah, you can marry a tree. You can marry whatever you want. But what I don't understand, look, people are only getting married now for legal reasons. They're not getting married to be blessed by God. Amen. But we've given it over to them, right? We, we've given it over. We used to be called holy matrimony, not marriage. Holy matrimony. Benefits. Holy matrimony, right? Mm-hmm. Holy matrimony. And we let them reduce it to marriage and call it whatever you want to. And I'm listen, I'm sorry. I got to tell you the truth. Under the blood of Jesus, for those of you out there, everyone who took a vow of marriage and broke that vow. You're part of the reason why we're in this mess. Listen, I'm not, I'm not criticizing if you got divorced. But it was Christians. See, when Christians began to accept divorce, marriage is on its way out the door. We, we, didn't, we didn't even believe what we said. We didn't even believe it. We said, man, marriage is an institution of Almighty God. It's an institution. When the homos wanted to get married, oh, no, no. It's an institution of Almighty God. And hell, half the marriage is in divorce. We don't really believe it. I love all of you that are divorced. Don't get me right. You get what I'm saying, though? Drip, 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 drip. Now, who am I to tell somebody two homos they can't get married? I broke my vows. Vows don't mean nothing, man. Don't mean nothing. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm cooking today. I mean, inside. I'm cooking today. RJ. Keep going. Keep going. I am. RJ. Went in, RJ, or not? I'm sorry, dude. Reggie, quickly, I'm going to shift gears on you. I've talked about this hey. enough. I'm switching. Hey, I just hit the wrong button there, Coach. Okay, go, RJ. Go. Go. Yeah. Listen, if anybody heard the uh, interview last night with uh, uh, Kanye West on Tucker Carlson, you heard, you heard an indictment of the system, what's happened to marriage in America. He talked about how his family as a child was separated. His mother was was uh, you know defended by the government. They moved her. She was an actress. They moved her and her family, meaning Kanye and his siblings, to uh, I believe it was Chicago, and they wouldn't let the father come near, be near them. The father was pushed away from him. Kanye honored his dad on the interview last night. It was really it was really quite uh, remarkable. And there'll be a second uh, a second part of it tonight. So. I'd encourage people to check that out. Thank you. Thank you, RJ. I, I haven't seen it. I will. And maybe we'll make part of it on Monday. Uh, Myra, quickly. I got, I got to get something in there. Quickly. Hang on. We can't hear you. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Thank you, Coach. It gets stuck sometimes. In regard to marriage, thank you for the opportunity to read God's word. Genesis 1, 27, 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them and God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion 
over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Hallelujah. Yeah, but that's religious, and there's a separation between the church and the state. So quit bringing the Bible into the discussion. That's, that's what they've done to us, friends. That's what they've done to us, all right? Now, I'm going to shift gears because it's critical. Spencer, uh, Hunter, Jonathan, whoever's sitting behind the up there, pull up. It says Tucker interview. Pull this thing up. And I want, you got, I want, I was on with Pete Santilli yesterday and I don't have the link yet to put it up there. Boy, was that, that was an electric, electric, got a new friend in Pete Santilli. We got a new friend in Pete Santilli, got a new friend. And he's all over this idea that uh, Joe Biden and his company are, they're, they're controlled by the Luciferians, the Chinese, the Chinese. So this is an interview, eight minutes and 20 seconds of this Bobolinsky, who two years ago partnered with uh, Hunter, uh, Hunter Biden. Bobolinsky was a partner. He knew where all the bodies were buried in the relationship between Joe Biden's son and the Chinese government and the Ukrainian government. Bobolinsky was one of them. He was one of He was a partner in this deal. And he told us two years ago that Biden's were in bed with the Democrats he reported the information to the FBI, and they didn't do anything about it. They got to go get Bill Dunphy. They got to go get Bill Dunphy. They can't go get Joe Biden. But anyway, he appeared again two years later on Tucker just the other night. This is what got Pete Santilli so fired up and want to get all of us fired up. Because when we first went to Hillary's, church, uh, Hillary's house, we wore shirts that said equal justice. I don't know if I got one laying over here or not. Equal justice. We just want equal justice. We want everybody to be treated the same. Actually, we want those to be in authority to be treated to a more righteous standard, even than to us, because they are in positions of authority. We must demand righteousness from our leaders, even more righteousness than us. They're leaders. So here's absolute proof that Biden's are Boblinsky is trying to get the FBI to investigate it, and they won't do it. And so Tucker gave him another platform. Put it at 1.5 speed, and that'll get us through in about six minutes. Go ahead. Thank you for coming. It's been two years since we've sat across from each other. Didn't expect to have a second interview with you. Um, I'm grateful that uh, we're able to. Um, thank you. So when we spoke before, you described what you believed were Hunter Biden and the Biden families effectively um, offenses against the United States, the ways that their business practices had undermined U.S. national security. But there was also an offense against you, it, what seemed like seemed like fraud. Um, and now, two years later, we have, I think, a pretty hard example of what that looked like. So if you wouldn't mind explaining to us, this is, I think, going back to the spring and summer of 2017, Sinohawk Holdings. Okay. What was that? So Sinohawk Holdings was a Delaware LLC, uh, which was effectively a partnership between uh, the Biden family, myself, Rob Walker and James Gillier, and a Chinese large company called CEFC, which was, turned out to be, effectively be the capitalistic arm of you know, President Xi's One Belt, One Road. Yes. And so Sinohawk Holdings was the entity that um, Chairman Yi, who was the chairman of CFC, uh, and uh, an entity called Hudson West 4 owned 50% of Sinohawk Holdings, and an entity that represented the Biden family, myself, James Gillier, and Rob Walker, called Oneida Holdings, owned the other 50% of that entity. So um, at the beginning of this deal, the Chinese were supposed to send Sinohawk money. How much? Yeah, so actually, I'm glad you asked the question because a lot of discussion has been about the $10 million the Chinese were supposed to fund into Sinohawk Holdings 
savings. $5 million of that was representing their 50%, and the $5 million, uh, they would call it a loan to the Biden family, but effectively it was a loan to Oneida Holdings to represent the original operating capital. And that was just operating capital. Um, that Sinohawk Holdings was set up to effectively deploy billions of dollars that CFC was claiming, and rightfully believable because they were doing it around the world, to invest via Sinohawk in infrastructure projects, um, technology companies, uh, investment banks, financial institutions, both here in the U.S. and around the world. So this is the limited liability company agreement of Sinohawk Holdings. Um, and it says here, May 2017. What is this? So that's actually uh, a very intense legal document that's yes. drafted and, and details how Sinohawk Holdings will operate, uh, who are the partners involved in the entity. But it basically dictates how the business, you know, who sits on the board of it, who will run it day to day. I was the CEO of Sinohawk Holdings, and I was vested with certain rights and authorities and stuff like that, and how you would distribute profits to the partners and stuff. So a very detailed document and uh, fully executed. Um, it's important because, you know, when I came out in October 2020, a lot of people argued, well, you know, that deal never happened. That deal 100% happened. That Sinohawk uh, document that you're holding was fully executed, both by Jim Biden, Hunter Biden, myself, James Gilly, Rob Walker, and then on the Chinese side, uh, Hudson West 4 executed the document. So it was a fully operating business. So here's a very strange document, and I hope you can explain it. This is a limited liability company agreement of BYZ Holdings, LLC. And this is from August, August 2nd of 2017, three months later. The reason this is strange is this document is identical, down to the serial numbers on the bottom of the page, to this document, the Sinohawk Holdings Agreement, except it's got a different company name. Yeah. What is this? So, um, interesting. So, that document is exactly the same document as Sinohawk Holdings, LLC. Uh, and it appears that Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, and the Biden family literally copied the same document down to typos, as you said, the serial number, and they removed Oneida Holdings, which was the Delaware LLC that represented Jim Biden, Hunter Biden, myself, Rob Walker, and James Gillier. And uh, Hunter and his lawyer, George Maziers, replaced it with Owasco, which was Hunter Biden's um, uh, law firm or uh, business that he operated. So he effectively swapped out uh, an entity that he owned 20% of to a business that he owned 100% of, um, which is fraud. So why would he do that? Um, a lot of detail we don't, you know, have too I, much I time. But basically at, a, at a high level in July 2017, the Chinese CFC had not funded the $10 million. I was extremely frustrated. The Bidens... Um, claimed or presented to be frustrated. I got calls from Jim Biden. He was ready to call the Chinese directly and, and say the Biden family's pulling out of a deal, all well-documented in text messages, WhatsApp, and emails. And um, I didn't know this at the time, but apparently around that same time, Hunter Biden um, and his lawyers basically removed Oneida, um, put Owasco, his law firm, in that, and replaced that in that document, getting prepared to basically divert that money into uh, BYZ Holdings. So they were shafting you without your knowledge, it sounds like. Yeah, it's called fraud, yeah. And this is... I mean, I don't see any other explanation for this. Do you? Uh, I'm sure you can reach out to the Biden family and get yeah, comments not, from them. But, uh, calls right um, okay, so this is just this alone seems to me enough to spur a criminal investigation by the FBI into what apparently is fraud. The FBI had the contents of the laptop. They've had it for years now. Um, has there been an FBI investigation into this? And what's the, what's the outcome of it? You know, I'm not aware of them focusing on those specific facts. Everything that I've been privy or um, briefed on is they're focusing on more legacy tax stuff, fair stuff. Um, they should be looking into that. But Hunter Biden has uh, not been indicted for this. Uh, I'm not aware of that. Um, he ultimately, if you actually want to get into more detail, they ultimately um, evolved from using BYZ Holdings to then just going directly into an entity called Hudson West 3, and that's where he received the, um, I think, over $5 million across 2017 and 2018, of which he took a portion and paid on a monthly basis uh, to his uncle Jim Biden, and I think Jim's wife Sarah was involved. So. How much did Hunter expect to make from his business dealings with the Chinese? Yeah, so not only Hunter, I, uh, I wasn't interested. They, you know, they had to work on me for years to sort of you know, call it, come off the bench and get involved here. In the spring of 2017, I expected... CFC was going to deploy billions of dollars through Sinohawk, um, and I was focused on taking those billions of dollars and making a return on it, um, and I expected to make hundreds of millions of dollars. I think the Bidens probably thought they were going to make billions of dollars. How much do you think Hunter, in the end, got from this, from diverting this money? Do you think he received the money? 
So he definitely received the money. I mean, the, the, the bank statements have been made public. You know, he received over $5 million, and then I think an incremental $1 million uh, in a legal consulting fee to represent um, Patrick Ho, uh, which is a story in itself. So this seems very cut and dried. Black and white. Subscribe to the Fox News YouTube channel. Yeah, catch hey, our nightly folks, focus. Listen, they don't have time to investigate it because they're chasing down Bill Dunphy. <laughs> they're chasing down Bill Dunphy, right? They don't have time to do this. And so here's why this is so critical. And I'm going to talk to this uh, next week. I'm going to get Pete Santillian to talk about the initiative that he wants to push forward. We need to demand an investigation. Can I say this? Just before the election of exactly what it was the Biden family was into. We need the FBI to come out publicly and say that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are under investigation for whatever it would be. And they will not do that unless we force their hand to do that. You say, Coach, what's the big deal about this? They, look, always before it was just accusations and innuendo. This dude, the business partner, has the dude, he's got the paperwork, he's got the texts, he's got the emails, he's got the goods. And they're chasing down Bill Dunphy. Are you with me? Yeah, you you understand yet what's going on? Do you understand that the FBI and the Department of Justice have become the Stasi? They've become the Nazi arm of the government. Do you understand that yet? Do you understand what I've been trying to tell you for how long? that these people are out to eliminate Christianity. Do you understand that or not? not that, that, they're, that they're out to go back, go back to Kim Davis. Anybody who stands up for morality, Christian morality, vamos! Why? Because the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman are at war. And the seed of the woman is hiding in the closet, sucking on her thumb, except for Brave men like Bill Dunphy. Come on in, Randy. Well, Coach, this is getting ready to hit the, see, hit the fan because this Durham investigation is getting ready to get, come out. It's, we're going to find out everything, if this is, if there really is a, a white hat operation that's going to amount to anything or not because this is getting ready to come out here in about another week. It's getting ready to go to trial, wherever that is, and, and it's going to all be in public. They're not going to be able to hide it. So we're going to find out if they're going to bring the Bidens in right now or before the election and, and reveal some of this stuff or not. So it's all, I, I think it will happen, Coach. Folks, you know this, don't you? That if you're no better than the people you lead, you got no business being a leader. Amen. You, you understand that? I, I look, I don't, I don't come in, in here and talk about being faithful to your wife and not being faithful to mine. I don't come in here and exhort you to get out on the streets and stand up and push back if I don't do it myself. That's what this says about John 10. John 10. The pastor lead. Pull that up, John. John 10. The Gospel of John 10. John 10. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, that pastor is a thief and a robber. But the pastor that enters by the door through the Holy Spirit is the shepherd of the sheep. To that pastor, the porter hath opened the door, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own name. And what? He leadeth them out. Folks, America's pastors are leading them in. They're not leading them out. 
And as long as you connect here at Coach Dave Live, I'm never going to ask you to do something that I'm either not willing to do, going to do, or have done. Why? Because I'm leading them out. I'm leading them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goes first. Is that what it says? And the sheep follow him. Sheep follow who? The true shepherd. Because the sheep know him and trust him. Bill Dunphy's church, God just tell the truth. They had people leave before when he stood outside the foxhole, stood up against nudity, strip clubs in his own community. People left his church. When the strippers came to his church, oh yeah, oh yeah, they came to his church on Sunday morning. People stopped in his church. Because this dude leads them out. He leads them out. And now, because he's been leading them out, Luciferian government wants to take him out. We're not going to let that happen. Um, Listen, you need to give some money to support this brave man. Huh? Yeah. Who do you think is going to do it? Who's going to do it? God, I'm enraged this morning. Janine. If you look on um, all the statistics on the different religions, the Christianity there um, is also encompassed by the Catholics. You don't see them separate. And yet I would go so far as to say, if you, you the word says, do not serve any idols. So yep. if they're so big and popular, why isn't there, like you said a few days ago, if the Pope were out there stopping abortion, it would be stopped immediately today. It also, if he were out there with Terry Schiavo or with um, uh, anyone else, you know, Pastor Dumphy, it, it would be stopped immediately. But because it, it, it's not. So it, we're being led with a hook in our mouth and people just don't get it. That's right. And we, what's happening, Janine, is they're showing us who we serve. Who we serve. Pastor Bill Dunphy serves the Lord. He serves the Lord. Most pastors serve themselves or their congregations or their retirement. I'm, listen, I'm just telling you the truth. I, I, got the, I got the bona fides to back up my talk. I showed you in 2000, whatever it was, that we were there. I've been doing this a long time. Yeah, I, adjure, I adjure you. I don't even know what that word is. To not let Pastor Bill Dunphy sacrifice no. for standing Father, up. He's not going to go. He's not going to be sacrificed for standing up yeah. for being a man of God. For being a man. I of would God. ask Donald Trump. Why? Would, would I'm sorry. Pardon the people. Say it again, Paul. I didn't hear it. He Whatever he said. Whatever he said, I am in. Go ahead. Go ahead, Vinny. He's saying he's asking why he doesn't pardon the people. I've posited a long time that that we don't get pardons. Only only the people in that circle get pardons. Now we'll see. We'll see if this is true or not. Amen. Amen. Go to coachlive.com and support Pastor Bill Dunphy. Ask you to do that. No, we don't have representation for him, but now's the time to now's, now's the time to bone up. Have a great weekend. God bless you. See you. See you on Monday.